Your one stop for exclusive interviews. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Cooper Wilcox. Cooper, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Man, really, the culture that the coaches show as soon as you walk in the doors, they make it feel like your family. They make it feel like a, a healthy environment to come and play football. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma senior H-back Dante McGee. Dante, thank you for taking time this morning to talk to me. This is honestly a once-a-lifetime thing, you know. Usually you get your five years and you're done, but you know, you get an extra year of play. I was like, you know what, I, I want to come back. I want to spend another year with these guys. Post game press conferences. I didn't really like my first read, so I was just went to playmaker mode. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JG Smooth. You're listening to the Cho Show only on the Suave Report. Morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cho Show podcast presented by TheSwapReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goto, a.k.a. J.G. Smooth, and we are we are back. We have another one-on-one special with someone who's actually wanted to come on for quite some time. Uh, in, in his words, has been waiting for this. was not aware of that. Uh, but uh, we're going we're gonna to go ahead here. Before I bring on my guest, I do want to say... Um, if if you are a, f- uh, a fan of the NCAA video game series, we have a new dynasty on the Choso Podcast Network YouTube channel. I would advise you to check that out, um, as well as the other content if you are new here. And also, there is some uh, some 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 audio issues. Is not on my end uh, during the uh, conversation. I think my guest reception it kind of dropped a little bit so you will see there there is some some lull uh in his audio but it does eventually pick back up so i just want to go ahead and give that fair warning so you don't click off or you know just just power through it it's not too too bad or maybe maybe about a minute or two of it um so just keep that in mind when you listen to it but without further ado i'm going to go ahead and bring on my guest now I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback Stephon Brown. Steph, thank you for taking time to talk to me today. Um, could you start by telling the listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? Absolutely, man. I appreciate you for having me, first of all. Um, my name is Stephon Brown. I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, I signed uh, the Appalachian State out of high school. Uh, spent the year there. Uh, I, I ended up enrolling early, so came in in January. I was 17, a little young, so... Just adjusting to the new schedules and you know the the work ethic I had to you know really get accustomed to just was kind of challenging to me and so uh, I kind of struggled in the academic just putting all my priorities in the football and just kind of leaving my academics on the side so ended up having to take the JUCO route after a year uh, in Appalachian State and uh, ended up signing the TCU out of there and um, I spent some time at TCU spent the football season there. Uh, had a great experience and uh, just felt like I wanted to kind of put my own stamp somewhere. So uh, Coach O, who was here last year, just, you know, a mutual coach who was at Manjuco and kind of introduced me to the fact that I could just come here, you know, and just, uh, you know, just kind of start my own legacy, if you would say that, you know, just put my own stamp somewhere. Um, now, your, your your time at Juco, if I'm not mistaken, correlated when uh, Netflix was there, I think filming the Last Chance Youth series. What was that? What was that like? Like, what, what was it? Was it 
I don't like distractions. Was it was it cool? How 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 was the experience like having you know your whole season kind of documented? Yeah, actually, I ended up getting there um, after they 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 finished filming season four, uh, probably like around January. So I was there for the you know like the last little parts, but I wasn't there during the season. So thank God, I, I never really wanted to deal with too much of the you know the camera. You know, I got to see I got to see what the cameras can do to people for sure. You know what I'm saying? You get you get people acting different when they come around. So I'm just glad that we got to just be, you know, camera free and everybody was really good to just be themselves, you know. And then uh, how, 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 how would you describe your overall um, Juco experience? Uh, Juco uh, made me who I am today, for sure, man. Uh, some of my best friends, uh, just, you know, just seeing guys progress. You know, so many guys are uh, just going to the next level right now and just doing so many things at the level they're at. You know, uh, when they leave Juco, and just it's just exciting to see. You know what I'm saying? You build a different type of relationship with the guys that you're really starving with out there, literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you mentioned you were at TCU, so unlike the majority of your current teammates, you actually had a season in 2020. What was that experience yes, like dealing with, with all the craziness that was the 2020 season? It was tough, man. It was tough because, I mean, I mean, I, of course, I wasn't the only one who had to deal with it, but I just felt like, I mean, I mean, I, I feel like some people probably feel the same, but I felt like I worked so hard to get to where I wanted to be, and I felt like, you know, like a part of it was taken away from me. You know, it's, it's good to be there, but you still don't get the whole experience when COVID is in the picture, you know what I mean? You don't get the, the 50000 at the games. You might you probably get maybe 10000 20000 at a game, so I still enjoyed my experience, but COVID definitely uh took a detour on it. Um, so then you 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 transfer, you come to UCO. Uh, when I was yes, told you, you weren't you weren't cleared before the certain Nazarene scrimmage, you weren't cleared until like a couple of days beforehand. Yes, sir. Like, Actually, like, I wasn't cleared till the day before. Oh, the exact day. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <the> day. <laughs> We had a team meeting before. The, uh, we had a team meeting before, and Coach Bobek, uh, quarterbacks was in a certain in a different meeting room. We don't go to the uh, special teams meeting, and he came in there, and uh, he, he let us know the news. So that was a uh, that was pretty good. That's pretty satisfying. So I was hurt what, that week. So what 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 all like what was the process like of having to, I guess, get eligible. Uh, I don't think it was a, a process. It was just, just having faith because I was never uh, never worried. I mean, I knew about the 242 rule before I left uh, TCU. They kind of introduced me to the fact that if I, you know, if I was at two four-year universities, then I had the possibilities that I might have to sit. But uh, I had great people standing by me. Uh, Coach Bobek stood by me the whole way. You know, uh, Mr. Reggie stood by me the whole way and uh, the whole academic team at UCO and just – Stuck with me. It only took about two months, and uh, we we got it cleared up. I knew everything would end up working out in the end. So you get cleared the day before. You go out there in the fourth quarter of that scrimmage, and you lead the comeback. Uh, my understanding was, at least talking to Coach Bobek, that you really weren't that familiar with the playbook at that point. So then how were you able to orchestrate that fourth quarter comeback? Yeah, that was, uh, that was crazy. I mean, Coach Bobek uh, – I mean, he he showed a lot of a lot of what I I mean what I came to UCO for. Like he believed in me for sure that game. Um, I pulled the ball the first play when I had no business uh, doing it. I just wanted to make a play and I fumbled. And uh, he could have he could have snatched me and could have been like you know what I'm saying 
you know, uh, we're going to let somebody else finish it out. But, you know, he let me in there and let me stick it out. And uh, just him doing that to me kind of just, like, gave me that confidence that, all right, you know, I don't know the playbook as well, you know what I'm saying, but I can use a little bit of what I know and just a little bit of my athleticism to just make some plays out here. And we ended up just stringing something together in the fourth quarter to come back. Uh, now, I know I asked you this in the past, I think specifically um, in the touchdown you threw in the season opener. You talk about going into playmaker mode. What exactly is going into playmaker mode for you? Uh, going into playmaker mode is just, man, when I am when I drop back and, you know, one, two, three, that, that alarm clock kind of going off in my head and just, you know, you just feel the you feel the presence, you know, as a quarterback, you're taught not to look down, but you, but you always feel the presence of, you know, the, the, the backside rush or wherever they're coming from. And when I go into playmaker mode, I just, wherever I feel it from first, it just, it kind of just, you know, it just kind of just comes out. You know what I mean? Uh, if I feel somebody pressing hard from the backside, then it's just my, my technique comes into play from the drills that I work so much, you know what I mean? And it just happens. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, um, week one, Missouri Western. This is the first time a lot of people get to see you. And you come out and have you have two great plays in the first half. You have the, the uh, touchdown run on the on the on the fourth down, and then you have that yes, throw to Marquise that, that made the whole press box silent for a good two, three minutes. Uh, <laughs> yes, how <sir>. are you <laughs> how are you able to come out the gates firing that strong? Because one could figure you know, you're still with, with new teammates, chemistry, but in the first half, it really seemed like that wasn't a problem. So how were you able to come out there firing and making those two plays uh, in in a particular? Yeah, man, it's funny how you talk about it because uh, just, just going into playmaker mode like we were just talking about, I mean, I talked to a lot of guys on the team and they know, like, that play with Marquise, I mean, it, it wasn't even supposed to happen like that. You know what I'm saying? We just we went through the play. I went through my progressions, and I ended up feeling pressure on the uh, on the front side. So I kind of just made made a play, and uh, he just knew. Uh, Marquise just knows, and when I get out of the pocket, you know, he he should probably go too. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> so, uh, we were just on a, a great connection that day, and I was just nothing but God. I mean, if you look at the the play, uh, the DB had his hand all in his uh in his pocket, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So that was a great catch by Marquise. Yeah, but I felt like you're kind of under, understating the throw you made, though. I mean, that that was a lot of air on that, you know, right in the breadbasket. And I felt like what was more impressive, I, I, I watched the replay several times, and you did, you somewhat set your feet, but still, that, that, that was still a very impressive throw here. So I don't want you to sell yourself short. Yes, Marquise made a good catch, but... No, that that was a pretty good throw, and I, yes, I feel like sir. a lot of people in, in, in attendance would agree that was a good throw. Um, and then your 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 running style—I think you had like over a hundred yards in that game rushing. Um, and I think I asked you this a, a, after after that game. A lot of quarterbacks, especially with your stature, would would go down. You you kind of lower the lower the lower the shoulder, and almost at times seems like you kind of look for contact. Uh, I guess what what has led you to this physical style of of running that you had? Yes, sir. Um, my pops played quarterback when he was younger, and um, just from where we come from, Winston, North Carolina, I mean, pop one football is big. So uh, I played I played running back my first couple of years, and um, I mean, I was always a little bit bigger than everybody, so that was just my position, you know. So I, I've always had that, you know, what I'm saying physical mindset to just. If, if you run through somebody, they don't want to come the next time as hard as they came the first time, you know what I mean? And just 
stuff like that. Just, I mean, of course, preserving my body for the team is, is number one on my mind, but it's, it's just sometimes in the game where I just feel like maybe I can wake the team up with this, or maybe I can set the tone of the game if I, you know what I'm saying, if I set the tone and kind of drop my shoulder a little bit on this corner running up. <laughs> but, you know, you got to pick your spots. I'm not just going to uh, pick the, the top linebacker on the team and let him try to you give them my all on the sideline. I got to be healthy. You know? The best ability, the best, uh, ability is available. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, okay, so you said that, that you 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 played running back early in your career. So what was that adjustment like then going from running back to quarterback? Well, um, I wanted I, – I think my dad kind of just let me play running back just to – I don't think he just wanted me to throw – me into the position he played, you know what I'm saying? He kind of wanted me to get a feel for everything, but uh, it ended up being the damn practice when I was like uh, eight years old. Well, both the quarterbacks were on defense, and uh, we needed somebody to play on offense, and the head coach ended up telling me to go. And uh, ever since then, I never looked back. I've been I've been calling the shots at quarterback since then. And it just – I feel like my pops just was waiting for me to take that move, and he just told me everything. I never really had a quarterback coach. Uh, I trained a little bit with Steve Calhoun, but – other than that, uh, my pops are telling me everything I know. Um. Okay. So after the uh, the Missouri Western game, there there was that tough stretch, the uh, yeah, Poria game, and then the the Missouri Southern game, and then um, you ended up getting benched for Keats, but you still played, right? You know, you still played in, a, in like a running role. You finished with like eleven touchdowns rushing. So how how I guess how were you able to kind of handle that? and still carve out a role that helped the team uh, have success? Uh, yes, sir, man. First of all, I mean, big shots to Keith Calhoun, man. Uh, I learned a lot, you know, just being in the same room with that guy just for a whole season and uh, just being able to soak up all the knowledge he had for the game, you know, being in his conference for as long as he was. Uh, I feel like he just talked to me, you know, so much. And I've been uh, I've been real humbled over my career, you know. Like I told you, I've been to two, two different schools prior so I kind of I've seen the the goods and bads of what can happen in either situation. You know, if I maybe at TCU I might have been upset about a situation like that and, and let my feelings show a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? So this year, my whole big, big thing was just being the best teammate I can be. You know, to everybody else out there. So whether my role was to throw the ball, whether my role was to run the ball, I was just gonna do that and do it to the best of my ability. You know, and uh, so that's kind of what ended up happening this year. Just I kind of ended up getting asked to run the ball a little bit more. And uh, so I just had to roll with it and uh, let my teammates know I'm supporting no matter what. Um, So the season ends, uh, Coach Bobek steps down, Coach Durrell comes. What what was your initial, um, I guess, your initial thoughts after meeting Coach? Um, yeah, what, what were your initial thoughts after meeting Coach? Yeah, after I met Coach Door, I mean, still what I think of right now. I mean, he's he's very uh, authentic. You know what I mean? He's not gonna he's not gonna sugarcoat nothing. He's gonna you really get who he is based off the first you know thirty seconds that he's talking. He's been the same since he's been, and I just can't wait to go to war with him. You know, uh, I appreciate what he's doing for the program. It's just really just uh kind of bringing everybody together. You know what I mean? We've been doing a lot of team stuff, and just I think it's really helpful for us, and it's kind of what we need. You know, right now with Everything, everybody's going, uh, getting pulled in different directions right now. So just with the team things we got going on, you know, more guys are speaking up, and uh, he's just, he's just been, uh, he's been great for us right, right now so far. He's been great. 
Uh, now, you you are, I believe, you're the only quarterback currently on the roster, at least last time I checked, that is taking a snap in a collegiate game. So that being said here, you're kind of the leader in that in that room. What what do you feel like you have to do to um I guess lead and, and set the example for the other quarterbacks? Uh just exactly kind of what I was just telling off of uh, Coach Doro, you know, just I think he's kind of bringing bringing the best out of everybody with just being more vocal. You know, he talks about when you get fatigued, you know, we kind of shut down a lot. So my big thing this offseason is just trying to, you know, encourage everybody, you know what I mean? Encourage everybody as, as if I was encouraging my own, you know what I mean? So uh, I can I can definitely um, keep just uh, work with the guys, you know what I mean? I was just on out there with, uh, with Sawyer the other day and uh, – that you know, can I throw with you? Like, man, you don't ever have to ask me to throw me. Like, you can always come out here. You know what I'm saying? So, just trying to get everybody on the same page. You know, being big with family. Um. Okay, so this this senior year, what what are your what are your your goals for the team, and what are your goals for yourself entering this this season? Mm, the goals for the team, for sure. about trust you know when I really think about it like um I think I came in last year and when you, when you come into a new system a lot of people don't really think about it with your old line I mean a lot of it is trust you know what I mean and uh me me trusting them that you know they're gonna hold up their responsibilities they trusted me that I'm gonna be in a certain spot I'm not gonna run so my biggest jump from last year to this year is just be building that relationship with those guys so they know you know my what my initiative is what I'm trying to do I'm not trying to, you know, to just run every time. I'm, I'm looking to stay in that pocket and, and really chop defenses up this year and just use my legs when I have to or when I'm asked. Uh, and then um, going into the season, what what do you feel like you need to improve on the most to have the most success? Uh, improving on the most, I, I say uh, just my footwork in the pocket, being more consistent. You know, uh, it can get it can get hard to kind of mimic that in drills, you know, working through, uh, you know, pocket presence. So I think my biggest thing is just be uh, – last year I feel like I took off sometimes and I kind of created my own pressure, just, uh, you know, not being decisive a lot. So I, I feel like this year I'm going to be a lot more decisive, you know, a lot more uh, ease with my moves in the pockets, you know, and just – and really just learn how to, you know, learn the game more and learn how to play the game more and really pick defenses apart, you know. Um, okay, so we're going to transition to the portion like I did with Jace and Dante where we ask you questions. 
Um, not all of them related to football, but, you know, kind of help people yes, get to know who Stefan is off the field. So I asked, uh, I see you're wearing a Tom Brady jersey, I believe. So <laughs> I'm assuming you're, you're a Buccaneers fan, or at least a Brady fan. So no, I, I say Brady who, fan. I say Buccaneers. Oh, okay, so then who is your, your favorite pro team? Okay. You said favorite quarterback? No, no, fa- favorite pro team. Oh, favorite pro team? Uh, I'm going to roll with the – it's hard to say, but I'm going to roll with the Panthers right now. I mean, I'm a, I'm a hometown guy. It's hard to say right now, I mean. Oh, but I'm roll with them. And, okay, so uh, are we on the uh, Sam Donald bandwagon here? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, man. I, I hope we can draft Malik Willis this year, man. Well, I, I've been I've been hearing that they're they're high on uh, 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 um, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. I, I think they they were high on him at the at the at, at the Senior Bowl. Um, that would be a great pick too. Just somebody to come uh, change the change the program, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of been tough since you guys made the Super Bowl. Um, okay, let's see here. Favorite musical artist? Uh, musical artist. Man, all time, I definitely say, uh, I gotta say, Lil Wayne. Uh, my definitely my favorite all time artist. Uh, more of the old Lil Wayne right now, you know, just because of uh, how everything is going. I don't, you know, just credit to anything. He's still great. I think uh, he uses, he's too smart for his own good right now. You know, he knows so much that he just, says anything he wants to say right now. Like, the old Wayne was real hungry. You know what I mean? His metaphors was, you know, like no other. So I'm good with that. But, like, right now, like, I like uh, No Cab. I like G Herbo. I like uh, Kevin Gates. You know, that's a little bit of what I listen to. Okay. Okay. So I see both you and uh, your running back, Jace, are on the greens here. The old little Wayne is better than new little Wayne. Um, yeah, he, he got that for me, man. He got that for me. <laughs> I told him that a long time ago. He want to be like. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well then, that <laughs> I put him on. I put him on to him. Well, I really he, he sure did not give you credit for it. So kind of made it made it sound like he had been in the old little Wayne camp for quite some time. So okay. Yeah, wow. I was looking at his. Uh, I was looking at his interview. He was saying something about. Uh, what Lil Wayne was doing now, I was just like, no, man, no, I got that wrong. <laughs> Coming from a real, a real Wayne fan, man, I'm gonna let you know Lil Wayne is the greatest, man. <laughs> okay, um, well, now, 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 now that we have that cleared up, um, <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favorite, uh, TV show, TV show right now, or just like of all time, uh, both, uh, right now, today I was watching that Bel Air, um. The series and uh, it, it was pretty good. Uh, I watched I watched a little bit of BMF. That was a a good show I like. But all time I probably say Martin or uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air probably. Okay, okay, okay. Solid, solid top choices. Um, favorite hobby outside of football? Can you say that one more time? A uh, favorite hobby outside of football? Oh, favorite hobby? Uh, I like to fish, man. I love fish. I haven't had time to fish since I've been to Oklahoma like I was when I was in Texas, but uh, I love to fish. I just had my son uh, January 20th, so 
I just been, you know, just getting adapted to the fatherhood, man. Just I love spending time with my family, with my girl, man. Just it's uh that's probably what I love to do the most out of outside of football, man. This this past couple of years, I just really had a big appreciation of just family, you know. So being in some of my people just been one of the biggest things for me. Well, I want to wish you congratulations on on your uh, on being being a father there. That's uh, that's a that's a huge you know responsibility yes, sir, now, yes, huge life step. But you know, I, I am I'm happy for it. I I know that. Well, there we go. There we you, go. Was, um, you sure don't see him at the games this year, man. Okay, well, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing the man. Okay, all right, yeah, there we man, go. All just, right, I'm looking forward to everything this year, man. I feel like it's gonna be an exciting year. Um, okay, let's see here. Okay, favorite food. Favorite food. Uh, I'm from the south, man. So I just love uh, I love macaroni, uh, fried chicken, cornbread, uh, greens. You know everything my grandma made. I like uh, fish sandwiches, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You can never go wrong with that. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Um, you have a pregame um ritual or routine that you normally do? Uh, I say just uh, ever since I was little, I've always just you know my, my pops always just taught me to just pray for the guys I'm playing for, pray for my guys, and uh, just you know. Manifest really. That's what I like to do before the games. Just manifest what I'm gonna do. And just uh, I think, and and it's crazy, man. Because uh, I mean, it, it really takes a big toll sometimes. Uh, in in uh, Missouri Southern, just a big example. Like I wasn't. I felt like I didn't. I didn't manifest that week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no discredit to them, but I feel like I didn't really know who they were coming into this conference, and I feel like a lot of people downplayed them. You know what I mean? So. Coming into that game, I feel like, you know, we didn't, my team and myself, you know, I don't I don't think we manifested and talked about, you know, what we really wanted to do. And it, and it took a toll on us. So I like to just, uh, before the game, just think about what I want to do, what I'm going to do, and just uh, talk to my teammates about it as well. So we all, you know, see the same picture and what we want to accomplish. Um, okay, then I guess finally here, do you have a message for, um, for the fans out there about – what they can expect uh, from you this upcoming season? Uh, definitely. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, come out here promising anything. I can promise you uh, 110% that you're going to see, uh, you know, just the the real discipline of this team, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and just the – it's so much, man. It's so much that I could say right now, but uh, I'm going to just keep it to a minimum, man. You're just going to see uh, – Hopefully, get to see the dedication that we put in throughout the right now and throughout the summer, and uh, hopefully, it just all comes out because it's a lot being put in right now. So, you know, just uh, what you get in, what you put in, is what you get out, and so that's that's what we're going by right now. Well, no, I think spring ball should start here. I guess for you guys in about a month or so, I, I figure. So, yes, um, so you know, I, I, I'm I'm hoping you all have a good spring, a productive spring, and 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 we carry that into the summer and then uh, in, into in the fall camp, and you know we we kind of get get back to winning ways here. You know, we kind of had a couple of down seasons, but I have a feeling, just the vibe I've gotten from uh, you, uh, Jace, Dante, our mothers, that that yeah. is kind of a different it's vibe. It's real, man. It's real. I'm telling you. <laughs> You can't fake the funk no more, you know what I mean? Like, uh, when it's authentic, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? 
that's that's when you know it's real. You know, you nobody's being forced to to do any things that we're doing right now. I feel like it's all just it's all like like we really want to be there. You know what I mean? Like we really want to really want to interact with each other. Like we want to know how the next man is feeling. The coach was uh, hit on the other day. Just it was fourth and one. And, it hit when it's fourth and one late in the game. It hit. It hits different when you know the man beside your story and you know what he's fighting for too. You know what I mean? So that's just been a uh, big for us. So I, I, I'm in. I'm bought in. I believe the hype for sure. Well, it's good. It's good. It's good. I, like I said, I know uh, the, the, the guys I've talked to that they're all kind of on the same page. They're all feeling the new, new energy. So, uh, like I said, I ho- hope this, this this leads to our success. But just uh, far, I do I, again. I want to thank you for taking time. Um, you know, life of a student athlete is busy. Life of a student athlete and the father is even more busy. Yes, so, so you know, I, I do appreciate you uh, car- carving nah, time. Now, I do also want to say, I'm mad I was the first one you had, man. I See, I was caught off guard by that when, <laughs> when you had you had responded and said it was you were waiting on me. I said, oh boy, this is like the first. <laughs> Yeah, the first time man, I've been watching, man. I watch all your videos, man. I said, man, I'm the number one fan. He's supposed to be ahead of me, yo. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, though, man. It's always good talking to you, man. Well, I, I appreciate the um, support there, and I'm, I'm I'm glad that you like the content. That's, that's what that, that's, that, that's what I do it for. Um, you know, I hope I do it for you guys. You guys deserve deserve the you know the coverage, in my opinion. Good football yes, players, good people. So you know, I, I try to do the best I can. But yeah, I was. I was definitely caught off guard there by by the whole you were waiting. So I said, okay, well, we need to get this done then ASAP. We don't want to get yeah man here, you know, just <laughs> just leave. Hey, man, keep on driving the content, man. I love you, man. I appreciate you, big dog. Yeah, I appreciate that, Steph. Um, and uh, again, any 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 time you want to come back on, I think we plan to have uh, Dante back on at some point during the spring. I know he he wants to come back on for that. So, but uh, you know, any 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 time you want to. You know, come back on. You're you're more than welcome to. Yes, sir, man. I definitely be hitting your line, man, for sure. You be safe. All right. Are uh, you too? All right, man. Thank you so much. So again, I do want to take uh, thank Steph for, for for taking time talk to me. I didn't did not know that he was a new father, but again, I'm I'm really happy for uh, for Steph and 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 I'm hoping that he has a great senior season is able to you know put together a, a, a good season that that might help him get a shot one of the various pro leagues out there um you know i i, I don't i would say it might be a minute before we have another one but you know the way these things keep on developing here uh don't be surprised if i'm, if I'm hitting you again with another one-on-one special here in the very near future uh but until that time my name is jonathan goodo aka jg smooth and i'll talk to you all later